Hello and welcome to Trivia UK for people who love to quiz. Play along at home and see if you can beat the guests on today's show. Hello and welcome to Trivia UK. My name is David. Today we've been joined by the original lineup from episode one, the show's regulars, Karen, Rob, Ray and Dave. Today's quiz is being written by Rob. How are you feeling about it, Rob? Is it exciting? Very, very excited. Ready to go. Excellent. You sound it. We can't wait. The teams today are me and Dave versus Karen and Ray. Dave, are you excited about being on the team Team Dave over here? At least I won't forget who I'm playing with. I'm, I'm good with names now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice and simple. What can we be called, Ray? Team Fun. <laughs> you see team what I did fun. there? <laughs> it might well prove to be Team Fung. I don't know about Team Fun, but I'm oh, joking, Karen. It will be very much Team Karen. Oh, yeah, I see what you did there. No, you're right. I'm just here to provide the um, enthusiasm. Okay, let's start the quiz. Nice and simple. Each question is worth one point. There will then be two rounds of ten questions, followed by a special midpoint question, which can be worth anything up to five points. There will then be two more rounds of 10, but the final round is in evil mode, which we will explain more about later on. Rob, over to you. Okay. Round one, question one, is film. Which 1990 film opens with the line, as far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster? As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Which 1990 film opens with that line? I'm absolutely certain on this one, David. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I think we can oh. lock in. Okay. Um, so, I think both teams have locked in. The Daves, what film are you going for? We're going for Goodfellas. Okay. Um, and Ray? Uh, we've got Goodfellas 2. Which is the first one. That's the sequel, yeah. Goodfellas 2. As in T-double-O. Return of the Goodfellas. Correct, good fellas, points all round. Question two is music. Which band moved to New York after having problems with their sleep? Locking it in. That's um, which band moved to New York after having problems with their sleep? Yeah, Dave, I'm pretty confident on this one. Right, I think both teams have locked in. So, the Daves, who um, are we going for? I think this is the Wombats. Okay, and someone from Team Fun. Hey, fun, fun, fun. I don't know why I've said that. Um, we have agreed, and we've also gone for the Wombats. Well done. Again, points all round. Woohoo! Question three is geography. Which country lies closest to the North Pole? That is, which country lies closest to the North Pole? Okay, both teams have locked in. So, um, Karen, what have you gone for? Um, well, we weren't really sure, to be honest. So we both thought the same. So we've gone with that because we thought if we started naming other countries, it might be we'd be annoyed if we didn't go for the initial one. Um, so we've gone for Canada. Okay. And Dave, what have you said? Well, I'm sure I had this in a quiz and they said Greenland was the answer and I disputed it saying that's not a country. So that's what... Myself and David discussed, and we also went for Canada in the end. And you were right to do so. Yes, so Greenland uh, did come up when I was researching this. Greenland is a, a territory in the Kingdom of Denmark, but the country closest to Canada is... Sorry. <laughs> there you go. The country closest to the North Pole is Canada. Yay! So, oh, thrilling. <laughs> It is the territory of Nunavut. I'm not sure if I've pronounced that correctly, which makes up a fifth of the total landmass of Canada. Oh. Well, let's hope all the Nunavutans aren't complaining about your pronunciation. Yeah, we have a lot of, uh, you know what, we lot are of listeners in Nunavut. popular in Nunavut. Yeah. I, I do apologise to all Nunavutians. <laughs> if you think that's hard to say, try saying the capital of Nunavut, which is sort of like... Okay, Iqaluit, so it's like I-Q-U, there's what else. I've tried to learn province capitals, I got to that one, I was like, oh, balls to that. (laughs) No idea I'd say it. Okay, question number four is literature. So I'm going to give you a line from Hamlet here. 
Um, alas, poor Yorick, I knew him well, is a commonly misquoted line from Act 5, Scene 1 of Hamlet. Can you correct my mistake? Yes, locked in. Okay, Dave, if they're locked in, I think it might be I knew him Horatio rather than I knew him well. Um, we were in Stratford last week and this was written on a statue. Um, oh, I took a picture of it. Because <laughs> um, so I was thinking I was thinking of an old cigar advert where they said I knew him so well and I thought Rob wouldn't have just missed out one little word and uh, um, no. been that pedantic, would he? <laughs> I, I think it might be, if you're happy to go with it, I knew him Horatio, but... I have never read it. Well, I've never read it, obviously, but um, I think I've I've read it somewhere. I could have got the name wrong, but we'll 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 lock in with I knew him, Horatio, and I hope and pray that's right. (laughs) Okay, the Daves are locking in with changing well for Horatio. Karen, do you agree? Um, I think we should just check with Ray on this one. <laughs> well, I was nodding really quickly, so oh, yeah, okay. locking in straight off. Um, yes, it's um, I knew him, Horatio. A so fellow of yes. infinite jest. Oh. Um, yeah, so Horatio is one of a few characters who actually makes it to the end of the, uh, the play. Sorry, spoiler alert, spoiler. if you've not read yeah. it yet. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, a little bit of trivia here. Andre Andrei Tchaikovsky was the real skull used by David Tennant in his 2009 version of the play. Um, so he donated his skull to the Royal Shakespeare Society um, after he died, and David Tennant was the first actor to agree to use it. Oh, cool. Ooh, maybe I'll do that. Okay, next question is science. Which Greek mathematician and physicist noticed water displacement when climbing into his bath? I actually know a science question. Yeah, I think yeah, I'm on this. Locking in, locking in. Oh. Okay, I was lock so locking obsessed in. with this as a child. I had like bath chalks and I used to do experiments in the bath, which sounds much worse than it is. But I used to like draw my little line and then I'd get out and get in and get, oh, good times. I hope you get it right now. <laughs> I know, I had so many friends. <laughs> Uh, Dave, have you locked in? Yeah, we're locked in. Okay, so David? Uh, Go on, Dave, you're the scientist. If you go to the Eureka Museum in Halifax, as you go in, there is a little model of Archimedes being lowered naked into the bathtub and water (laughs) gushing out. So we're going with Archimedes. Okay, and Ray? Uh, Archimedes is what we're going for as well. And given it was Yorkshire Day not so long ago, um, there was some... Um, debate as to whether or not Archimedes was actually a Yorkshireman by the name of Archie Meads. <laughs> Politics. Which politician held the office of Prime Minister on two separate occasions in the second half of the 20th century? That was which politician held the office of Prime Minister on two separate occasions in the second half of the 20th century? Right, after a lot of debate, both teams are ready to go. So, Karen, Team Fun, what have you said? <laughs> um, we weren't instantly sure, which I think is bad, really. I feel like this is the sort of thing we should just instantly know. Um, but after naming as many premises as we could, we've gone back to the initial idea we had, which was Harold Wilson. OK. And David? Uh, yeah, we mentioned him. Well, I think we mentioned all, all of them, but... Um... Oh, could it be? Oh, oh, I think it was Wilson, actually. I think he came in again briefly before Callahan. But either way, sorry, uh, we put Ted Heath. Okay. Well, David, I'm surprised you didn't get it really quickly, seeing as he is your go to politician yeah. on any one you don't know. Um, you've done correct, Harold Wilson. Sorry, Dave. Go on, Ray. No, it's all right. You ledge. Right, question seven is fashion. So, sorry for Dave's, this is probably going to discount you from uh, getting this one. Unless it's about middle-aged men in shorts. <laughs> <laughs> of course. He's getting his knees out, and now I can't concentrate on the question. <laughs> right, question seven. What is a Van Dyke beard? Question seven. What is a Van Dyke beard? Right, both teams have locked in. So we'll start with the Daves. Dave, what do you think is a Van Dyke beard? Yeah, we're trying to picture Van Dyke and we thought, both thought it was like a sort of 
We described it as a pointy goatee like beard. <laughs> <laughs> pointy goatee like beard. Okay. And Karen, did you agree? We've, pointy we've goatee like beard. Been quite similar. I've written pointy and sort of mustachey. So a pointy. <laughs> You know, like give, give... when they they all sort of jo- they all join, and oh, I mean I'm no, doing some right. really I, I, good. I am loving the definitive answer that you're going to come up with on this. Points there because um, the answer, who, sorry. I'm going to give Team Fun the points uh. um, because the answer is any combination of both goatee and moustache. <gasps> Oh, I put to my message today the pointy little beard and a tash, which is there and yeah. Karen can see it. I thought, okay. but I thought that was like I put there a pointy little beard and a tash. And by definition, a goatee has a tash. Yeah, I thought goatee went all the way around. Oh, go- goatee can just be chin. Yeah, like oh. um, Michael Greco. When it's that, a tash with it. So that, when, like I first said that. I said, but David's got on this chat and a tash. Yeah, pointy little I beard do, and a tash. I can right. see that he, David has said. David, I'm not. I'm not interested in your your oh. excuses. <laughs> Whereas I wrote pointy and mustachy. So it's named after the Flemish painter Anthony Van Dyke. Does anyone know what the fear of beards is called? I don't know, but I've got it now. <laughs> Beard Pagogo phobia. Barber. Barber Pagano. Pagano. Pagonophobia is a fear of beards, yes. Oh, well done. Right, question eight is history. The collapse of a colliery spoil tip in which Welsh village led to the deaths of 144 people in 1966? So the collapse of a spoil tip in which Welsh village led to the deaths of 144 people in 1966? I'm pretty confident on this, David. Do you want me to message your answer just to verify? No, just lock it in. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I I know it. Do you know it? You okay with that? I'm fine with that, Ray. <laughs> okay, all teams locking in straight away. Team Fun, Ray, what have you said? Uh, we're going for Aberfan. Okay, and Dave? Oh, I might, I might messed up on the years then because I was going for Merthyr Tidfil that also had a thing, but now you said that, yes, I think Ray's the man. Right. I think Merthyr Tidwell is the area that it's in, but if you give me a moment, I will check. Right, so the answer is Aberfan. Um, Merthyr Tidwell is a nearby town, and I did specify which Welsh village in the question. So Team Fun gets the point, but Dave's do not get the point. Hooray! Go on, Fun. Question nine is nature. To which family or class do scorpions belong? That is, to which family or class do scorpions belong? Okay, um, so Dave's mentioned insects and I mentioned arachnid. Um, I just thought I'd had a question where it might have been, which arachnid? And like, nine times out of ten, it's spider as an answer, but possibly I might have heard scorpion as an answer. It's the only reason I'm thinking that. I cannot picture now how many limbs they have. No, I can't. I do, I'm just. I'm purely going off possibly having heard, you know, questions where it's which arachnid and, and, scorpion, has been. Because I feel like I feel like they walk on six, but they have a couple of pincers at the front. Now you said arachnid, don't they? Which would make it eight limbs. Yeah. Should we try arachnid? Yeah. <laughs> Are you happy with that? Yeah. Okay. Right. We'll we'll lock in with arachnid. Okay, I think both teams have locked in. So the Daves have gone with Arachnid and Karen, Team Fun, what have you said? Team Fun have also gone with Arachnid. Well done. Again, points all round. Yeah. So Arachnids are creatures with two body segments, eight legs, no wings or antenna, and they are not able to chew. Oh, what a shame. Oh. And finally, question 10 is sport. To which sport do the terms serve, spike and dig belong? I think I know. To which sport do the terms spike, serve and dig belong? Have both teams locked in there? Uh, They've locked in. Dave, I think netball, do you agree? 
definitely spiking netball. I think Diggs is sort of. See, like, I was thinking, yeah. mo- I was thinking volleyball rather than oh, netball. Did I say, did I say netball? <laughs> sorry, yes. I, I, meant, <laughs> I meant, I meant volleyball. Sorry, because netballs can't just pass. So, no, 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 no. I, 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 I meant volleyball. Sorry, I just got. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly what I meant. I just, Good job we had this chat then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, imagine, oh, imagine I just said that. I'd have been, I'd, I'd have given up then. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's volleyball. Yeah, sorry, I just. Yeah. All right, Dave's locking in with volleyball and Ray. Uh, we're going volleyball too. Well done, yeah. Volleyball points all round. <laughs> right, so at the end of the first round, Team Fun with a very impressive 10 points. The Dave's slightly behind, just on seven. So we'll go straight into round two. And the category for the first question is cucumber sandwiches. Ooh. Ooh, my baby's ham sandwich at the moment. I'm nearly oh, there. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, point docked from Dave for the disgusting flavour. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. So, question one cucumber sandwiches. Um, in which play is Jack found in a handbag at Victoria Station? Yeah. In which All play good. is Jack found in a handbag at Victoria Station? Have you guys locked in? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Dave, is this the importance of being earnest? There's a handbag in that. Yeah. It's a, it's an Oscar Wilde one. Um, what are the other ones? Ballad of Reading Jail is... Not really a play, is it? Yeah, um, a poem, I think. I think the importance of being earnest. Yeah. Um, so it could be another, but then we'd be guessing anyway, wouldn't we? So we'd play what a state of our first answer. I'm just looking forward to some tenuous link to cucumber sandwiches that Rob's going to give us, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the three of us. Uh, should we say the importance of being earnest then? Yeah. Okay, we'll lock in with that. Okay, Dave's locked in with cucumber sandwiches. Um, Karen, what have you said? Oh. Have we? <laughs> I'm on the mind, Rob. <laughs> That's all I can think about. He is a vegetarian. It's all he can eat. Um, we have gone for the importance of being earnest. Okay, right. So the answer is the importance of being earnest. Points for both teams. Um, so I'm going to give you uh, my favourite quote from the importance of being earnest, which is, this wallpaper and I are fighting a duel to the death. Either it goes or I do. Very good. Question two is television. Which university college did the young ones attend? I think I know this, Dave. Um, are, you locked, locked in, are you locked in, Ray? Um, Dave, I was thinking Scumbag College. Yeah. Yeah, should go for that? Yeah. Okay, we're, we're locked in with Scumbag College. Dave's locked in with Scumbag um, Ray, you were nodding away to yourself there. Scumbag college. <laughs> Everyone, stop scumbag. <laughs> yes, we have. <laughs> Points all round. Well Yay. done. Question three the category is alcohol. Yay. Which berry gives gin its flavour? Lock it in. Lock it in. We think both um, teams locking in. Oh, wait, so just message you, Dave, just to check. Uh, talk out loud. Do you think it's Juniper, Dave? Yeah, oh, that's what I was just typed. Yeah, <laughs> okay, right. Yeah, we're, uh, we're locking with Juniper. Okay, locking in with Juniper and Karen. Yep, yeah, also locking in with Juniper. We are big gin well drinkers at this house. Well done, points for everyone. Thank you. Okay, question four is geography. In which country is the westernmost point? of mainland South America. In which country is the westernmost point of mainland South America? So not any islands I'm looking for, it's the mainland, please. Uh, Working no, down then from like the, the... Panama joins Colombia, and then I think it jots out more from there um, to the Ecuador next, then Peru. Is, is Peru on the corner? And then I think it's cutting back in into before you start to get down, yeah. Um, obviously, it's not Chile because it's gone in by that point. Um, There's not a 
sort of little kick at the bottom as it goes the other way, if anything. I don't, I don't think so, no. Um, the problem is, is it down some bad projection on the map we all see as oh, well? Is that going to yeah. hamper us further? Dan Makata projection. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it will be probably Peru or Ecuador. Um, Ecuador is the one both of us had mentioned, wasn't it? So... No, both said Peru. Oh, sorry, Peru is the one both mentioned. <laughs> right, okay. But, but I'm thinking now, but, is it Ecuador? Mm, no, go Peru. Should we go Peru? Yeah. Yeah, okay, right. It'll never, it'll inevitably be the other one, but we'll lock uh, in. Ray's going to say a different answer yeah. and then look all smug. We'll, we'll lock in with Peru. <laughs> right, the Daves have locked in with Peru. Ray? Uh, we, without all the discussion, went for Peru. <laughs> Points all round. Correct answer is Peru. Great work. <laughs> Okay, the next question is music. Suggs was the singer of which band? Suggs oh, was the singer of which band? Yeah, I think we're happy with this, aren't we, Dave? Yeah, yeah, yeah we're locking. Both teams locked in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, Ray, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, madness. Ray said madness, and David. Yep, we're madness going to as well. The same. Madness as well. Well done. Points all round. Yay! What's his name? Is it Graham? His real name. Oh, I don't know, actually. I should have looked that up. Good question. That's okay. I just wanted to know for my own brain. He looks like a Graham. Question six. Politics. What is the official residence of the French president? That is, what is the official residence of the French president? Right, both teams have had a discussion and locked in. Would someone from Team Fun like to suggest what they think? Um, yeah, we weren't instantly sure, um, but we've gone for, and I'm not sure which order the words go, um, the Champs-Élysées Palace or the Palais de Champs-Élysées. What do you fancy? And uh, someone from the Daves? We, we really had uh, nothing on this, but... I think there's like some gardens somewhere called like Tuileries Gardens or something. So we've gone uh, Tuileries Palace or Palace de Tuileries or something like that. Is that okay, nice? the oh, no, answer really is the Elysee Palace. That was all Karen. Oh, I've got an answer right. Oh, Boom. Life. So very close for Team Fun, but uh, the Champs Elysees is the name of a street. It's just the Elysee Palace. But close. And that's what's important. Close, gold star for effort. Thank you. That's me all over. A for effort. So the next question is sport. What was the score in the 1966 World Cup final? Pretty pretty sure about this one, Dave. Um, I am. I'll just send you an answer just to... Uh, Well, Dave, you locked in and then we can talk. Locking in. Okay, Dave locked in. Is it 4-2, Dave? That was my thought, but then I started to doubt myself. We definitely got four. I'm hundred percent on that, and I thought it was two all at full time. It... Oh, were you thinking it was one all at full time? I thought I thought the Germans scored first, did they not? And I thought they also equalised later on. So I thought they had the lead, and then I thought we had the lead, and I thought I'm back to level. So I was thinking four two. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why I'm doubting myself, because that's where, that's where I started from, and I was talking myself out of it, so yeah. What was your alternative? Was it 4-1? Four, four was that the one thinking? 4-1 was also then what I was... Deba- yeah. But um, that can't be the case, because... No, yeah, 4-2, yeah. Four, yeah, I, I, we both thought straight away 4-2, didn't we? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, right, yeah, 4-2. Okay, so the Daves are locking in with 4-2. Um, Ray, what have you said? 4-2. Uh, it was uh, 2-1 till the final minute. The Germans then equalised. It's 2-2. The third goal was the one that's debated with the Russian linesman. Miles over uh, And then the final goal um, was the one where they thought it was all over and then it was at that moment. So 4-2. Very nice explanation, Ray. Um, little side question. Can anyone tell me who scored a hat-trick in that game? Yeah, he's born in the same hospital as me, Jeff Hurst. Same hospital. Jeff Hurst. Yeah, so points for everyone on that question. Woo-hoo. Okay, question eight. The Element Song by Tom Lehrer takes its tune from which 
Gilbert and Sullivan comic opera. Yeah. <laughs> song by Tom Lehrer takes its tune from which Gilbert and Sullivan comic opera? It's the opera, not the name of the song that I'm looking for. Okay. Are you two locked in? Yeah. So I am the very model of modern major general. Yeah, that's the song. So it's I'm the very model of modern major Is it... Um, uh, so there's Pirates it's of Penzance as an option. Um, that's what my first thought I'd, was that. It's not Pygmalion, is it? No, name some more. Um, um, I'm rubbish on that sort of thing. Pirates of Penzance was my first thought. I just have something worrying me. Uh, the We're playing against the two musical theatre sorts as well, yeah, aren't we? Uh, I'm thinking of The Simpsons when Sideshow... Oh, HMS Pinafore. What's that? Is that the name of the? Is that the name of an opera, or is that a song within it? Have I got that right as well? Is that the right H? It is HMS Pinafore, definitely yes. Um, I'm thinking of that Simpsons episode where Sideshow Bob's singing for Bart in the in the Cape Fear parody episode. Um, is is it, is it HMS Pinafore? Is that the right word? Yeah. It is, yeah. Uh, um, so is that the name of the overall thing then? And it does would that song feature in it? Possibly. I uh, it could be Pants of Penzance as well. Um, I, I, some sort of nautical themed musical. Yeah. Um, uh. I couldn't tell you any song in either, but now he's mentioned about Sideshow Bob. It's mm. HMS Pinafore that he's doing in mm. that insert. Should we go for that? Yeah. Okay, right. We'll, we're worried about Pirates of Penzance, but we'll lock in with HMS Pinafore. Okay, so either Dave's locked in with HMS Pinafore, and Ray, I think you were confident on this. Um, they're going to kick themselves. It is Pirates of oh, Penzance. sake, I thought it. Right, so I have to apologise to the Daves because it's another one that they've said the right answer and not got it. It oh, is the Pirates dear. of Penzance. I am the very model of a modern major general. Is well, HMS Pinafore a thing? HMS Pinafore is yeah. one of the Savoy operas, yes. Now, question nine is history. HMS Warrior was launched in 1860 and was the pride of Victoria's Navy. But what was it the first of? HMS Warrior launched in 1860. What was it the first of? Okay, a bit of discussion from both teams. And we'll start with the Daves. So, Dave, what do you think the answer is? I know you had two in your mind. Yeah, we're toying from when there were been a big shift towards metal ships from wooden vessels and we couldn't decide when the first submarine would have been commissioned. It seems a little perhaps too early for that but we're going to take a punt on submarine. Okay, so the first submarine oh, and We have gone for the first ship with an iron hull. Okay, unfortunately, the Daves are going to kick themselves yet again because they've said the right answer and not given it. Um, so, HMS Warrior was the Royal Navy's first ironclad ship. Um, a year or two after the French, who got their first ironclad ship for glory a year or two before, um, but the first submarine was the HMS Holland in 1901. Ooh, so, yeah. Similar time. Uh, 1961 Iron Planship. Finally, question 10 is physics. So, in an electrical circuit, which direction do the electrons flow? In an electrical circuit, in which direction do the electrons flow? Dave, I know you're not physics specifically, but you must teach some at Key Stage 3. I am, but there's um, a problem I with know, the question. I know there's two answers to this question, <laughs> but if you listen to the way I phrased it, I'm asking. I'm not asking about current flow, I'm asking about electron flow. 
Right, both teams very quick there. Um, Ray, you were confident? I'm, I'm hoping I'm confident. Uh, since you said electrons, it's moving away from the negative and towards the positive. Okay, so from negative to positive, say Team Fun. Um, Dave, did you guys... So electrons being negatively charged travel from negative to positive. The confusion comes that electrical diagrams used to have them flowing the opposite way, but I'm going negative to positive. Absolutely, yes. The current flows in the opposite direction, but as electrons are negatively charged, they flow from negative to positive. Um, little side question. Does anyone know who gave, who first gave the terms positive and negative in terms of electricity? Faraday, maybe? No, it'll be before no. them, won't it? Because the ancient Greeks knew about static electricity as such, so would they have had something? No, not quite as early as that. It was Benjamin Franklin. Oh, hmm. oh. Right, so round two is 9-7 to Team Fun, which brings the total scores to 19 14 in favour of Team Fun. We now move on to the midpoint question. I will give you five clues to the name of a person. If you can guess the person after the first clue, you will get five points. Second clue, four points, and so on, down to one point on the last clue. So I will start by giving the first clue for five points. I was born in Leeds in 1934. Next clue for four points. I read history at Exeter College, Oxford, and later went on to become an actor and playwright. That's for four oh points. Oh my God, I think I'm right. I think this, I think it's what I said. Right, both uh, teams have sent me an answer, so I will go through the next three clues um, and I will watch very closely the expressions of the teams to see how they react and then we'll give the answer at the end of the last clue. So, for three points, Margaret Fairchild, also known as Mary Shepherd, lived on my property until 1989. Both teams looking pleased with themselves. <laughs> For two points, my talking heads include a woman of no importance, bed among the lentils, and a cream cracker under the settee. And finally, for one point, I am perhaps most famous for writing history boys. Can I just say that, were it not for, I don't know, us being a little cautious, Karen got that on five points. Thank you, Ray. That's very gracious, considering none of the other answers have come from me. So, yeah. <laughs> very confident, even before I've given the answers. So, Karen, yes. would you like to give me your answer? We think it is Alan Bennett. Famous Yorkshire playwright, Alan Bennett. Good. And um, David, your answer? Yeah, uh, Dave got this one, Alan Bennett. Excellent. Points for both teams. Would anyone like to do an Alan Bennett impression? No. <laughs> so well done, both teams getting four points there. I'm just going to give you my favourite Alan Bennett quote before we go on to the scores. He said, we started off trying to set up a small anarchist community but people wouldn't obey the rules. So four points for both teams on that round. Bring Team Fun out on 23. And the Daves slightly behind still on 18. We'll go straight into round three now. And the first question is geography. So, number one. What landmark? marked the northernmost point of the Roman Empire. What landmark 
marked the northernmost point of the Roman Empire. Dave, I know this, and annoyingly, we had a I, lovely conversation about this. The I other day. told Karen this literally a week ago, so I'm really annoyed. Ooh. Right, both teams with an answer. So, Karen, you were waving your arms about with gay abandon then. What is your answer? I was, because I remembered that I'd been told it, but then I also had the realisation that I couldn't remember what I'd been told. I think it's something like the Antonine Wall-ish. The Antonine Wall. Something like Um, that. David, what do you think the answer is? Yeah, I'm really just going to stop telling telling Karen things. yeah, Hadrian's Wall at the time was the most north. Hadrian's Wall town was most northern, and then I think the emperor after Hadrian was Antonius Pius, and I think it was the Antonine Wall. Okay, so both teams going with the Antonine Wall, which is correct, the northernmost point of the Roman Empire. Well done. Thank you. So, question two is literature. In seventeen twenty nine. What did Jonathan Swift suggest for starving Irish eat in A Modest Proposal? So in 1729, what did Jonathan Swift suggest for starving Irish eat in A Modest Proposal? Right, little discussion and both teams coming in with an answer. So let's go to the days first. David, what do you think the answer is? I mean, we've thrown out loads of things. Obviously, we mentioned potatoes, but we thought that this probably was... We didn't know the date for the potato famine, but because you said they were starving, we thought that was probably this, so it would be daft for them to suggest it. Although it might prove to be wrong. And then we had all sorts of answers, like cake. thought, like, the modest bit in the question might have been sarcasm. And then we had mud and grass, uh, so we thought it might be something stupid. And we've decided to go for eat their hats, Eat their hats. Okay, so the day's going with hats. Um, Karen, you are an expert in English literature. As we know from previous podcasts where I've got zero questions right. Um, I love that you've come to me because our answer is somewhat disturbed um, and it's me that's going to have to say it. Uh, Hats came up for us about the phrase, um, but we've gone with eat their children slash babies slash each other. Cannibalism. Okay, so um, one team has got the correct answer. And Jonathan Swift suggested that the starving Irish ate their own children. (gasps) Yay! Now we don't sound so awful. We didn't mention that. (laughs) (laughs) We could take the moral high ground on this one, but I just aren't sick enough. Yeah. Well, if, if it weren't for the fact that if it weren't for the fact that Robert said it was an, a, a good question coming up, yeah, uh, in that particular way, in particular, when you start thinking that perhaps he was suggesting that if they were to eat their children, there'd be fewer mouths to feed, given there was a famine. Yeah, but, well, it was a, a sarcastic way of supporting the Irish. If you're not going to treat them better, then they might as well start eating their own children. Um, Okay, question three is back to politics. In 2010, what did Gordon Brown call Gillian Duffy? What did Gillian Duffy get called by Gordon Brown in 2010? Think we can lock in? I think so too. Locking in straight away. Dave, are you confident or do you want time to discuss? I remember it. You didn't realise his microphone was still on. Um, was it the one where he said, why put me that racist woman or bigoted woman or something? Racist, or that... racist bigot or something? Or, uh, yeah, it was, that's, the, that's the one. I just can't remember the exact uh, exact phrase. Um, that, yeah, um can't think of the exact wording. You don't, I won't make you give me the exact wording, but I think the key word needs to be correct. Is it a bit bigot then, do you think? Bigot, I think, yeah. yeah. Okay, right, we're locking that case. The key word, we're locking with that. Okay, so the Daves have gone with bigot. And Ray, what has Team Fun said? Uh, he called her a bigoted woman. Yeah, correct. Both teams getting points there. He called her a sort of bigoted woman. 
Right, that brings us to question four, which is television. So, who played Perry alongside Harry Enfield's Kevin? Yay! That is Perry oh, alongside Harry Enfield's Kevin. Okay, have you guys locked in? Yeah, shall I yeah. just to make sure? Catherine Burke, is yeah, that? Yeah, Kathy Burke, yeah, I, I agree, yeah. I won't bother messaging yeah. you then. We'll, we'll <laughs> Dave's happy to lock in? Yeah, yeah, we'll go with Kathy Burke. Okay, Dave's on Kathy Burke. And Karen? Yeah, I've also written Kathy Burke. Well done. Points all round again. Um, little side question. Does anyone know what the name of the song they released as, um, as Kevin and Perry? Ooh, no, but I'm looking forward to hearing um, you sing it. Is that after the film? Was it from the film? I'm not sure if it was from the film or um, not. Um, no, I'm not sure. I can't remember. What was it? It was all I want to do. Yeah, is do, do it. it. Yeah. Oh, I do that. remember that. that. I'm sure that was played at one of my primary school school discos. Mm, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Question five is sport. With which team did Michael Schumacher win his first Formula One World Championship? With which team did Michael Schumacher win his first Formula One? World Championship. Got an idea, Dave. Let's see if you think the same. Yes. Right. Uh, both teams have an answer. Ray, you're not too sure, but what are you going to go for? Well, I know he drove for Ferrari, but you're talking about his first win. Yeah. So the likelihood is he's driven for someone else and then gone to Ferrari. So then it's, I can't think of any teams that he may have driven for. So in discussion with Karen, I'm thinking perhaps he might have driven for the German team. And I don't know if this is an actual F1 team, but it's just the name that's popped up in my head. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say Sauber. Okay, so um, Team Fun have gone for Sauber. And David, what have you guys said? Well, we know that he won a couple and then he left and he spent ages building Ferrari up because they were rubbish at the time, weren't they? And we think it was Benetton that he was with originally. Right. Well, unfortunately for Team Fun, the Daves have managed to scrape Yay! one back. Got so this is the comeback. Is that Benetton like got 91 race wins for Benetton before he moved to Ferrari. Well is that done. the same as the United Colours of Benetton? I don't know, actually. I mean, it's not unusual for people to buy an F1 team and brand it with their name. Okay, so it could be. It could well be. Something to look up later. Question six is music. How many black notes should you find in two octaves on a piano? That's how many black notes should you find in two octaves on a piano? You locked in. We're locking in. Okay, do you think it's uh, 10, Dave? Cause that, that was is... my first thought. The, the blacks is three and two. Yeah. Isn't yeah. it? So one octave would have a three and a two. So in two octaves, same again. So you'd think 10, yeah. wouldn't you? Uh, yeah, 10. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Because a round of three and a two, just let me draw out how many white keys you'd have around a three and a two. Yeah. So that I can work out that that is an octave. But it must be, because you for it to repeat, anyhow. Um, so, you know, four and three, around three and a two, yeah. Yeah, yeah, def- yeah, we'll go with ten. Go with ten, OK. Yeah, we're locking with ten. Dave's have put themselves into ten, and Ray, I know you are a pianist. Yeah, for how you say that. Oh, it the way I meant it. <laughs> uh, it's ten. There are ten black keys and two octaves. Both teams going in for 10 and both teams taking away the points. Well done. Now, the next question is just for David and it is Matt's. Don't say that. What name is given to a number? uh, A number one followed by 100 zeros. Yeah, I think I know this one. What name is given to a number one followed by 100 zeros? Um, Is it this? uh, Are both teams locked in? Yes. 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 Okay. So, David, you're rather angry. Would you like to give your answer? 
Yes, uh, we believe it's a Google. Google it's spelled G W O. I think it's G O L, and they spelt it. Uh, they, they did name it after it, but spelt it wrong. I think the search engine. But yeah, we, we both we both message of a Google straight away. Okay, so but Dave's trying to catch up by getting a bonus point for spelling the answer. Sorry, that's not how the quiz works. Damn it! As an English teacher, Rob, come on. <laughs> um, Ray, what would you like to do for this one? Well, Karen and I exchanged answers, and they were exactly the same. We believe it's also a Google. Google. Points all round. Well done. Yay. Right, the next question brings us to geography. Which river runs through Dublin? Which river runs through Dublin? Yeah, we and Dave both lock in, uh, not in, so I think we can lock in. We'll just mess it I'll send it to you just to double check yeah, that I'm yeah. not being crazy, but I'm pretty certain it's the... Yeah, I thought the same, so we'll lock in good. with that. Okay. You two can talk out loud. Oh, we, we're good. We're good, I think. I think so too. Right, both teams confident and locking in straight away. Karen, what did Team Fun say? Uh, we are going for the River Liffey. With Liffey for Team Fun and Dave. We've also gone with Liffey. Again, points all round. Well done. Catch us if you can. Does anyone know what Dublin um, what Dublin translates me. as? I do. Me. I do. Oh, it, that's actually a question I've written down in my spare questions thing, <laughs> but I can't remember the answer. It's um. Name of it's something. Name. It's something watery, isn't it? That brings us on to question nine. What activity would you be involved in if you performed an Immelman turn? What activity would you be involved in if you performed an Immelman turn? Can you spell that, Bob? Um, I can do. I'm not 100% sure I've got it correct, but it is I-double-M. E-L-M-A-N-N. Both teams locking in with an answer. Um, shall we start with Ray first? Uh, okay, well, we've we've discussed a range of things. We're not entirely sure. Um, Immelman doesn't ring any bells. Yeah. Um, but we're, we're going to go for, um, like, weaving, or something to do with a shuttling a loom, turning from different directions. So, weaving. Okay, so Team Fun have gone for weaving. Um, either of the Daves, what would you like to say? Um, all of our answers had initially been more down a sporting thing, um, but then you didn't say sports. So we had like some gymnastics stuff mentioned, and I mentioned swimming when you do. I mean, I know it's a tumble turn at the end, but I mean, whether it's like it could have another name. Um, but then we, I sort of said, oh, but it says activity, which then. So, um, so it probably might well be something more like what they've said, but um, based on the fact that from what we had, activity was more swimming than the okay. other, we just decided to go for swimming. Right, okay, both good answers, but unfortunately no points for anyone on that uh, question. So the answer would be flying a plane. Oh, interesting. So Max Immelmann was a World War One German ace pilot who um, developed a new way of flipping his plane around quickly, which scored him 15 victories before he was shot down in 1916. And just to put it into perspective, it took five victories to be considered an ace. Mm -hmm. So Define in, victory, please. In, in a... A, a victory <laughs> shooting down another plane. So killing the enemy is what is a victory, though. Oh. Yes. I hope we're not victorious tonight then, David. I don't know, I'm tempted. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, we come to question 10. So we are back to politics on this one, and you will have to give me four answers to get the point. I would like you to name what are considered the big four cabinet positions. What are the big four cabinet positions? So, um, after a little discussion, both teams have locked in with an answer. Let's go to Karen from Team Fun Thank first. Thank you, Rob. Okay, um, yeah, we both 
messaged each other the same answers, so we're hoping that they are correct. Um, we've gone for Prime Minister, Chancellor of the Exchequer, that's hard to say, uh, Home Secretary and Foreign Secretary. Okay, so uh, Team Fun have given their answers there. Um, someone from the Daves? Yeah, I said to Dave, I remember coming across a fact that I think James Callahan is the only one to have hold, held all four, um, and we said the exact same four as those guys. So, PM, Chancellor, Home and Foreign Secretaries. Yeah. Well done. Both teams get the points there. I'm always surprised that um, Deputy Prime Minister isn't on the list, but apparently we don't have to have a Deputy Prime Minister. Oh, yeah. Right, so we are set up for an exciting finish with Team Fun still ahead on 31, but the Daves behind on 26 so it is all still to play for Mm -hmm. i'll explain now how the evil uh, mode works so i'm going to give you 10 questions all in one go i'll read each question out twice you can attempt to go for all 10 if you get all 10 correct you will get five bonus points if you get any incorrect however that will wipe out all points for that round you do not have to go for any questions you are not sure on but if you do and you get them wrong you will wipe out points for that round so i will start with question one the most successful fa cup team is arsenal But how many titles have they won? That is, how many FA titles have been won by Arsenal? Question two. Which actress links the new adventures of Superman to Tomorrow Never Dies? Which actress links the new adventures of Superman to Tomorrow Never Dies? Question three. Who played Brian? In Monty Python's Life of Brian. Who played Brian in Monty Python's Life of Brian? Question four. If you were looking at a painting by George Stubbs, what animal are you likely to see? If you were looking at a painting by George Stubbs, what animal are you likely to see? That's question four. Question four. Five, I would like you to spot the missing Jackson. Jackie, Jermaine, Michael, and Marlon. Spot the missing Jackson. Jackie, Jermaine, Michael, and Marlon. Question six. Who did Elizabeth Bose Lyon marry in 1923? Question six, who did Elizabeth Bowes Lyon marry in 1923? Question seven, a caprese salad tends to include basil, tomato, and which other main ingredient? A caprese salad tends to include basil, tomato, and which other main ingredient? Question eight, what is the scientific name for the kneecap? What is the scientific name for the kneecap? Question nine, what colour is the famous sinkhole off the coast of Belize? What colour is the famous sinkhole off the coast of Belize? And Last question of a quiz, number 10. During which era did Tyrannosaurus Rex live? During which era did Tyrannosaurus Rex live? I'll give both teams a few moments to uh, discuss, decide which questions they're going to go for, and then we will go through the answers and see who has won. Right, after some excitement, both teams have um, have decided what they are going for. So, Team Fun, how many are you going to have? We're going big. 
Oh, okay, right, that makes it very exciting. And um, the Daves, how many are you going to go for? We're probably wishing now that we've, we'd have gone for the other option of going for six, but we said we'd also try all ten. I knew you were going to try all ten. <laughs> right, okay, yeah. so I will take the answers from both teams, and then I suppose we can go through the answers for all ten. Um, so, question one. How many FA Cups have Arsenal won? Let's start with Team Fun. Um, they had them all on the backs of their T-shirts after they won on Saturday, which then confused some of the commentators because they wondered why they had the same number. And then um, Ian Wright then tweeted, oh, it's because they've won that many. So it's 14. OK, so Team Fun saying 14. And Dave's? Yeah, we also <laughs> said 14. 14 from Dave. So, just to build for suspense, I think I will not tell you um, if that is right or wrong just yet. So, um, the actress that links the new adventures of Superman and Tomorrow Never Dies. Uh, Let's go for Dave's first. The new adventures of Superman was Dean Cain and Terry Hatcher. So, we're going for Terry Hatcher. Okay. And uh, Team Fun? Uh, Yes, it's Terry Hatcher. Okay, right. So question three was who played Brian in the life of Brian? Team fun. Uh, Graham Chapman. You've said Graham Chapman and the Daves? Yeah, same, Graham Chapman. Okay, all square so far. Question four, what animal would you be looking at in a George Stubbs painting? Um... Karen, what have you said? Uh, we've said horse. A horse. All right. And horse. David? Yeah, we also said horse. Also said horse. Okay. Um, question five was about the missing Jackson. Uh, Dave? Tito. What are going for? Tito Jackson and Ray. Uh, we've also gone for Tito Jackson. Also gone for Tito Jackson. Okay, so... Question six, who did Elizabeth Bowes Lyon marry in 1923, uh, Karen? Um, oh, well, we we were kind of having a bit of a discussion about this one. I don't know if I've missed if Ray asked you about this. Um, we, we think that she is the Queen Mother, and so she married what became George VI. George VI. Um, George VI. So at the time, who did she marry? Prince Albert slash affectionately known as Bertie. So there's our answers. You do with them what you will. <laughs> your, your various answers. Okay, right. And um, Dave and David. Yeah, I must admit, we didn't go into the nuances of it. I, I knew she was uh, George VI's wife. So, um, yeah, we, we, we just said George VI. <laughs> so you guys have given up on trying to scrape extra points with actual yeah. little details. Yeah. <laughs> We're not scraping points. We're being accurate. He wasn't George VI when she married him. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but just doesn't reflect well, but we'll keep going. Right, so... Hey, were it not for abdication, he wouldn't have been king. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get... Don't get angry at me for what happened in 1936. (laughs) Okay. Question seven, the caprese salad. What was the missing ingredient, Karen? Oh, this is one of my favourite questions of the round. We think it's mozzarella. All right. And um, Dave? Well, we've also got mozzarella. We didn't know whether to gamble and say buffalo mozzarella in case that was a thing, and then we're going to have beef over that, but we're just going to play it safe and go mozzarella. Play it safe with a mozzarella. Okay. Right. Number eight, the proper name for a kneecap is what, Ray? Uh, the patella. Patella. And the Daves. Yep, same, Patella. Okay. Um, Right, this is the question that I think we might get some different answers for. So what was the name of the sinkhole off the coast of Belize? Dave. The colour we've gone for is blue. They have said the sinkhole is blue. And Ray. Um... 
given that I've had an ex-girlfriend, I, she, she swam in it, so I know that it's blue. Ex-girlfriend swam into the sinkhole to get away from Ray, right? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. Oh, all the way okay. The and that brings us to the last question. So, um, Karen, what did Team Fun say? Uh, we think the T-Rex was around in the Cretaceous era. Have I pronounced that correctly? It was a lovely pronunciation. Thank you. Well done. Thanks, everyone. And the Daves, what have you said? Yeah, we were we were sort of umming and ahhing about the different levels of eras and things like that, but then when we were chatting to you, you then said our oh, period might be more accurate. So then from period, we, we went for Triassic. Right, so very exciting end to the quiz. Let's whiz through the answers. So, number one, both teams said 14. Correct. Yay! Question two. Both teams said Terry Hatcher. Correct. <laughs> Question three. Both teams said Graham Chapman. Correct. <laughs> what other exclamations are there? Oh, let me have a uh, question four. Both teams said horses, which is correct. Ooh, ooh. Um, have any of you seen that that one he did? I don't know what it's called in the um, the National Gallery in London, where he's like not bothered to paint anything around it. It's just a horse on a grey background. Yeah, lazy. Yeah. <laughs> right, so number five, both teams said Tito, which is correct. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't hear he he's enough anymore, do you? We've had enough people. Maybe, maybe we could bring it back. There's less than <laughs> We're not even doing that tonight. Oh, Sorry, Sorry. So, uh, question six. Both teams said George the Sixth, which was correct. His full name, Albert Frederick Arthur George. Both teams correct there. So, um, question seven. The answer, which both teams gave correctly, was mozzarella. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> I'm surprised you got that, Dave. I didn't know we had uh, salads in Yorkshire. Oh. Hey, I've been abroad. I've been to <laughs> Wales. <laughs> you write a book. <laughs> Question eight. The kneecap, both teams, again, correctly said the patella. So, the great sinkhole off the coast of Belize, which is 124 metres deep, is indeed the Great Blue Sinkhole. Both teams correct. It's all come down to this. I hate T-Rexes. One of my least favourite dinosaurs. So, we've got an exciting end to the quiz. If Team Fun have got the correct answer, then that would give them 46 points for today's quiz. If the Daves have given the correct answer, that would give them a 35-31 point win. Team Fun are hoping the correct answer is Cretaceous, which was 145 to 66 million years ago. The Daves are hoping for Triassic, which is 237 to 201 million years ago. And I can tell you that the correct answer is Cretaceous. Cretaceous, my favourite of the periods. We were robbed, Dave. <laughs> well, he was doubting himself as well. Was, I think we could have cut a deal with him. Yeah. I got them to accept zero for the round. No, <laughs> never, never doubt yourself. It, it was worth the risk, though. Like the other ones, oh. we, we like the blue one came off. It's definitely worth going for. <laughs> oh, it, it was worth the risk because it was the only way you were going to. Uh, the yeah. only way you were going to win. 
Well, so, well played, Dave. Well played, Dave. Thank you for being well my quizzy partner at the last minute today, Karen. What was the final score for them? It must be one of the record highest. Um, yeah, very high score. So the Dave's throwing away nine points, nine correct <laughs> oh. answers on the last round gives us a final score of 46 to 26. Oh, right. Very dominant win for Team Fun. You yeah. are excellent. Well, just like Liverpool in the Premier League. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know if that's what I want to be compared to, if I'm honest. Well, Fun always wins. Thank you for hosting, Rob. Very good quiz. Oh, great quiz. Thank you. So that is the end of the quiz. I would be very surprised if anybody at home has beaten that winning score, but let us know if you have, and we will assume you've lied and cheated. So. Um, <laughs> And Unless you've got another Ray on your team. Yeah. So from me, Karen, Rob, Ray and Dave, this has been Trivia UK. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.